All right, welcome to I Survived His 14 Personalities. I'm Hillary. And I'm Anthony, your fiance. And I married a, uh, I guess I can say my ex-husband was the, the guy who suffered from the 14 personalities. So from the beginning, I knew something was wrong um, from like the first month. But unfortunately, I was suffering from severe anemia at the time but I remember when I said to him still looking for a, a way of hope in our relationship when I fix my iron levels if nothing has changed I'm leaving and that was 10 years later <laughs> that's a long time to be looking for a ray of hope girl well it was within the first year of our relationship when I realized that something was wrong yeah, nine more years of... But, so the podcast we will be talking about why it took so long to um, for me to walk away. But in the description, you can see um, this all happened within, what, two weeks? Or oh, the end of it. Yeah, right toward the end. So the description is when we uh, finally, my, um, where our physician, our family physician that the both of us went to, um, just basically pulled me to the side and said, um, for your health, you need to leave him or you're going to be dead soon. And I remember him calling me walking dead for a couple of sessions because a couple of sessions, maybe a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, possibly. But so then our physician, um, finally decided to send him to a psychiatrist after several attempts of sending him uh, referring him to different psychiatrists and him quitting um this one finally uh after being impatient serviced a few times well 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 the with this one the family physician made me go with him like before he would refer him and then on this final um, psychiatrist, he was the the family physician was like, "You will go with him to every one of his sessions." And that's when we finally started having some some groundbreaking movements. And that psychiatrist, of course, um, gave him he medicated him very well. I remember he like upped all of his medications and gave him a, another therapist along with the therapist that we were going to together. And but the, the medications weren't working. He was just turned into a legal junkie. We, well, yeah. We found that out later, mm-hmm. that part. So I just remember one day getting to the psychiatrist and we were having the meeting. And about three of the um, appointments that he had, I would get to the appointment and he would get there within like two minutes of the session being over. So it would be just me and the psychiatrist. And then finally, um, on the fourth visit, I was the only one there. And then by the time the fifth visit got there, um, the psychiatrist threatened him with um, inpatient services. So he decided to come. And that's when he, uh, the psychiatrist said that this was no longer something that he wanted to handle. And he stripped him of all his meds and sent him to a psychologist. Mm, yeah, during all that and the withdrawal starting. 
because he had turned into a legal junkie and he's going through withdrawal symptoms because he was happy as uh, happy as an MF with all their with their medications. He's running around skipping and so so. <laughs> but so we're gonna have to introduce how you got into this because you were there. Yeah, you're you those... probably figuring out. So how does this dude know so damn much? <laughs> so of course, right before um well. Once the psychologist um, got involved, there was plenty of tests, and all of us tested. Um, we took some tests. Myself, Anthony took tests, and then um, my ex-husband also were, was tested for whatever. he. We were trying to figure out what's going on. And I remember we were given a specific date. December 4th, we would have the readouts. Um, and so we it was... We wrote that on the calendar and everything because we were ready to find out what is going on with him because I've been waiting 11 years to find out what is the issue. And when we had one one more appointment with the, the, psychi- the psychiatrist before we got the psychologist's report, but the psychiatrist had the report already when we got there so he read the report to himself and I just remember vividly when he said this is a sham what are you going to do mom and he notates everything in his medical record and then the next within two days later we were at the psychologist's office and she read the report and let me know of course how many personalities this guy had been living with and for how, I guess, you know, he was reaching 50. So it was like 50 years of having all of these um, personalities. And so the following day, because he had so much treatment, the following day we had to meet with um, our, I guess, marriage counseling and th- therapists together. And she had the report on his personalities and of course it included the cluster b personality traits as well as the as well as the um you're you're just hearing if you hear some whistling or some that that's just me refilling my pipe continue (laughs) um so my therapist of course instantly said of course once she found out that there was the cluster b personality disorder she um realized how dangerous this fool was which she had already known because we've been in counseling marriage counseling for two years yeah, having an inkling and having the medical evidence are two different things right and as soon as she got the medical evidence she she basically gave me three days to file a domestic violence report have him removed from the house or i um had you were subject to losing the kids. I was subject to losing the kids. So I had to make the decision within three days to either choose him or choose my children. Mm-hmm. And I decided to choose my children, of course. And that's what got us where we are today. Not necessarily. We skipped a whole bunch of stuff. How they, how, how I got into the picture? It's a, like, it's a long, long story. And it's pretty, you're probably going to hang on to listening to this podcast just to hear that part. But anyway, um, this guy is uh, the ex-husband is was withholding sex because he's a number of things um, that I have suspicion of, but I don't have proof of. 
Um, but either way, they hadn't had sex in a number of years. And she told, he told her that if he wanted to have sex, if, uh, she needed to go outside of the relationship. And here I am. Oh, well, you made that quite short. But it was, it's a little bit more than that. But Well, like I said, we got a lot more podcasts. We're not going to give it all to them on the first day. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that part. So, yeah, that that's kind of. Um, that, that's the background part of it. So, um, you know, as we go through and um, catch up on filling in the backstory and uh, how we're progressing um, together as a as a new couple, uh, we've been together for a year. He's been out of um, out of the house for a year, um, and well, we part of this is therapeutic. Um, part of this is uh, to let people know if they've gotten similar patterns in their lives um, that it's not going to get any better, and you probably better start trying to figure out uh, an escape plan so that you can survive. Uh, it might not be 14 personalities. It could be um, just uh, domestic violence. It could be um, a lot of things that uh, people don't want to deal with in therapy because they think therapy is making them weak. Um, th there's a, a number of things, but if you start seeing patterns in some of the things that we're talking about and you start saying bing, 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 flags and you're, you're checking off your checklist, um, you need to start figuring out, as um, our therapist says, you need to start figuring out an escape plan. Um, so you have some, it might not be a soft place to land, but you're going to need a, uh, some clear space to land. It's true. And uh, I guess the other, well, it's not a guess, one of the, two of the main reasons why I decided that I needed to voice was first, um, I am his second wife and, um, right in the beginning when uh, my ex-husband and I first met. Um, the ex-wife, of course, reached out to me to warn me um, what I was getting into. Um, she didn't think it was going to be... She didn't think our relationship was going to go far because, of course, he, at that point, still lived in her house um, with her. Um, and he was dating me. So she didn't think that relationship was going to make it until I got pregnant. And I remember when I got pregnant and it got back to her that I was pregnant, she um, called me. Well, she emailed me or, and then she sent me a, a Facebook message. And then we shared a couple conversations. And then finally we um, shared numbers and she was like, she was serious. When she said, leave, you need to leave now. Don't have any more kids from him. He has issues that I can't really explain uh, because of the HIPAA laws. And she was going into as much detail as she could without saying, but I thought she was just jealous. I was like, she's jealous. She's upset because I'm, I'm having his baby and she didn't want me to further the relationship. So I ignored what she was saying. Yeah, that, that, that typical... Yeah, there's nothing wrong with him. He, like I said, he, he puts on a very good mask. And it's like I said, there's um, probably he's got the, that one personality that can um, be professional, can be normal, but it, he can only hold on to that. He only has about 20 minutes of energy to hold on to that part. And then those other personalities start coming in and taking over and trying to fight back. And those are the things I didn't see. And the second reason why I decided 
to do the podcast was because I met a person that was identical identical to me and identical to him on a a trip that we me and my fiance took a couple months back and it triggered me so bad that I had to immediately come back and go back into therapy and my therapist first thing she said was where have you been and what have you done because you're everywhere and I was it was like it's when I met that couple I saw me and my ex-husband and everybody was blaming her when it was absolutely him and I couldn't handle it and I couldn't sleep one night because I wanted to just get up the next morning and find her and tell her everything I knew but I knew if I did that I would sound like my ex's ex-wife I would sound crazy. So I I felt so hopeless, but I didn't want her to have to live through what I lived through as long as I did. They were early into their relationship. I think they've been dating a couple months and here I am. I survived it, but it took me 11 to 12 years to get out of it. I just don't want another woman to have to face what I face and what I have to go through the things that I went through for those 11 years well it's like I said it, it's it's an ongoing saga because you have children and this you know trying to uh, finish dissolving that relationship and trying to free, trying to navigate um, three young daughters um, and how they're going to be uh, shaped and and molded in this life, and be prepared to survive, uh, and to be able to recognize um, kind of things that are going on um, mentally, um, deficiencies, um, as as some people saying, just being extra, um, and those and 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 not tolerating those things in life, um, and being able to be healthy people, being able to grow up to be healthy people. That's that's the ultimate goal. It's true, which is, of course, that's another episode talking about how it affects our daughters, mm-hmm. um, not just the divorce, but the fact that they really can't. They're too young to see. Yeah, see. Because like I said, he can only, you know, hold up that um, you know, super dad role for about 20 minutes and then he's exhausted and then he's like sending them out of the room or or putting them on their electronic devices, anything to, to get him, get the children out of his hair so he can go back um, to not being pressured into having to um, to be normal. Mm-hmm. And of course, another episode will basically be about having to lose family because of course you get the family that don't really understand the well, situation. and well, The family that's, that's going through their own trauma and they think that, you know, that your life was so perfect because, like I said, all that they saw was that 20 minutes worth of being, you know, super dude. And then he'd stick around with his, he'd go to at the family barbecue. The rest of the, the day, he, uh, he's he got his face in his plate or he's got his face in his phone and he doesn't uh, interact with anybody else. So all they saw was that 20 minutes of him uh, on performance and they didn't see anything else. So that's all that they knew was that 20 minutes of performance and the mm-hmm. lies that he would test to keep that up. So. Absolutely. 
anyway, so this is uh, our first um, episode and uh, how Hillary survived his personalities. So. So here I am. I survived this 14 personalities. And, and one thing is if you recognize these patterns in your own life, it's best to get out. Thanks for listening. Uh, stay tuned for our next episode for I Survived His 14 Personalities. Thanks for listening. Thank you.